And now, Your Prayer Intentions with author Peter and Jimmy. Hello and welcome to Your Prayer Intentions. Very happy to spend the next half hour or so praying with you and talking with you about your prayer intentions. Now this weekend is Pentecost Sunday, the birthday of the church. I was going to talk a lot about Pentecost Sunday today. But then some current events jumped out at me that I want to touch on. And it all came from something I saw on Twitter. And it was a story out of Washington, D.C. And it's the type of story that jumps out at me very much because of a little bit of history. And the story is about a Eucharistic procession. Father Charles Trulois led hundreds in a Eucharistic procession around downtown D.C. past the White House to pray for the United States. And there's a quote from it. Christ's real presence is carried through the streets of D.C. today. And it's, it's something to see. And when I saw it, the first thing that jumped to my mind was the uh, procession that we had a few years ago. And you, some of you were there. Some of you might not remember it. But there was a... Uh, we had Father Stephen Imbarato in town one day. And Father Imbarato, in addition to uh, many other things that he did, had a Eucharistic procession. And the Eucharistic procession went down Main Street and ended up in front of Planned Parenthood. And it was streamed. It got a little bit of attention online from the live stream. But it wasn't covered locally. It wasn't considered a big deal. People, uh, yeah, so there's an Eucharistic procession. Yeah. And it stopped at Planned Parenthood. But it's not like it's going to get Planned Parenthood out of Fitchburg. We remember the big fuss that took place when it first came. And that didn't get it out. And the fight at the City Hall didn't get it out. But within two years of Father Imperato's visit and bringing the real presence of Christ... Planned Parenthood was gone from Fitchburg. And today, I d as, as some of you may know, I do a daily Bible reading, and I do it in the following system. I do a chapter of the Old Testament, a chapter of the New Testament, a psalm, and a gospel. And I just go sequentially. So the psalm was 114. The chapter was, uh, I believe it was Ephesians was the letter in the New Testament. In, I'm in Mark in the Gospel where Jesus enters Jerusalem. But in the Old Testament, I was in Second Chronicles. And I was on the chapter of Senegrib's invasion of Hezekiah. Now, Hezekiah was a very faithful king. And Senegrib's people give a message saying, you know, you guys need to surrender to me. Uh, because after all, I've conquered all these other kingdoms, and their gods didn't protect them. What makes you think your god's going to protect you? And uh, if you go to the book of Kings, the prophet Isaiah gives a long answer to Hezekiah, because Hezekiah prays to the Lord. And Hezekiah is one of those kings 
if you read Chronicles and Kings, you'll notice that you'll have some kings who are with the Lord, some kings who are against the Lord, who did you know, did good and evil. Hezekiah is one of the ones, one of the really strong good ones. He's he's one of the ones who follows the Lord. And in the end, uh, the army is just destroyed. That that was with them. They woke, wake up the next morning and there's dead people everywhere, and the Israelis didn't attack. Now, some people may say, well, that was just a pestilence that happened to hit, that it had just happened to hit overnight, and all these people got killed. Uh, but regardless of the source, according the scripture says an angel of God took care of these people, because they directly challenged God, saying that your God is nothing, your God is this. And sometimes I think that's how we look at things. You know, we took the epiphany, the coming of the Holy Spirit. We all know the Catholic doctrine, the covering of the Holy Spirit. We all know the Catholic doctrine of, of Christ, you know, body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. Christ is there at the Eucharist. We have Eucharistic adoration at my church. In fact, I came from there today. And if I want to explain what we do wrong sometimes as Catholics, the best way I can describe it is, believe it or not, from the TV series Doctor Who. And I have to give you a very, very general background. The series was premiered the year I was born. In fact, it premiered the day Kennedy was shot. And it's about a time-traveling alien who picks up some teachers and so forth who get suspicious about his granddaughter and they go on all kinds of adventures. Well, three years in, they decided, well, the guy, old man who played the doctor was too ill to continue. So they had to recast him, but they had the brilliant idea well, this guy's an alien. We'll just make his body change. His body and his personality will change, but it'll still be him. And so they've had all of these different doctors over the years. And a while back, there was a, a change from an actor by the name of Matt Smith to Peter Capaldi. And they had a scene in Capaldi's debut where uh, Smith calls up the doctor's companion before he changes, but talks to him after he changes, because the companion's having some doubts about the doctor, even though she changed right in front of him, but hes it's not the same man because the personality changes a bit. And they talks on the phone saying, no, help him, and then hangs up and you know, then goes on to, to change into the other guy because it's time travel type of thing. And there's this exchange between the doctor and his companion. And the doctor, he says, when he, ha he hangs up, the guy says, well, so the well what? Will you do it? Will you help me? And she's over there. You shouldn't have been listening. So I didn't have to listen. That was me talking. And then he says a key line. You can't see me. You're standing there right in front of me, but you can't see me. I'm not on the phone. I'm right in front of you. It's the same. It's me, the same person. Please acknowledge me. And it's, it's a very touching and dramatic moment. And when I think of Eucharistic adoration and Eucharistic processions and the Holy Spirit and the value of masses, we acknowledge these things, like the character in the show. She knew that that was the doctor. She saw him change in front of his face. She had met different versions of him. Knew that this is how it worked. But Clara could not see the doctor, even though he was right in front of him. She under, understood intellectually that that was the character, but didn't see him. We as Catholics understand what we've been taught about the Eucharist, or at least we understand it as best we can.
We understand what we've been taught about the Holy Spirit. We understand what Eucharistic adoration is. But we don't see it. A lot of times we do not see Christ in the Eucharist. St. Faustina, the famous uh, Apostle of Mercy, would be at Mass and would literally see Christ in the Eucharist and would actually see Christ being broken up and eaten and so forth, which is kind of weird, but that's a whole other story. But the point is that she actually would, on occasion, would physically see Christ, usually the baby Jesus, which makes sense because he fit on the altar a a lot faster. But uh, in the Eucharist, as the priest would raise it up and so forth. Because she saw it. She didn't just believe it. She saw it. And once in a while, I, I, I actually talked many years ago to one person who said they would go to adoration and they would see the face of Christ in the host. I've not talked to any other people who've said they've seen something like this, but when you do a Eucharistic procession, you have Christ physically with you. When you are at adoration, you have Christ physically before you. When you take the Eucharist, you have Christ inside you. St. John Vianney, actually, used to say that if people understood what the Eucharist was, they'd rush to church. They'd rush to be with Christ. And that priest who did that Eucharistic procession understands what that means. Understands that, you know, we're asking for Christ to help us out here. Does that mean it's going to win us an election or something? No. It means it's that we're acknowledging Christ and asking for the help. And that Christ will help us through things. Now, sometimes it's going to mean suffering. Sometimes it isn't. But he sees Christ in the Eucharist. And we need to be able to see it. We need to see when the Holy Spirit acts... We need to be willing to see it. One of the prayers that I pray regularly on the third mystery of light is to be able to recognize the works of God all around us. Every time we go to Mass, there's a Eucharistic miracle. The miracle of transformation of wine from a vineyard and bread, the wafers from a bakery, into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. That happens every single time. And every single time it's a miracle. But we don't see it. We don't perceive it. We may think of it. We may think we see it. In the back of our eyes. Intellectually it may, yes, this is the case. But we don't see it. And that's the thing we need to work on. It's like the value of a mass. One of the things I recently did, I had a friend of mine who who'd gotten married, and I enrolled him at the National Shrine to have Masses said for him. He's alive, but having Masses said for him. That's something we should consider doing. That is something we should consider doing, whether it's the National Shrine of the Immaculate Heart of Mary in D.C. or the National Shrine of Divine Mercy, or any of the other shrines where they have masses said for people, alive or dead. Maybe once a week, let's say you go to McDonald's 
or a dinner once a month or something. See if you can cut out one of those. Enroll someone. Enroll yourself. Enroll your family. Have masses said. Have the power of the Holy Mass and the miracle that takes place at the Mass be a virtue for you or someone you love. Now I'll buy the fellow a regular wedding gift too. But I'm give, gonna give him that thing. Things. This is this is what's being done. It's a bit of a lapsed Catholic. Will that make the difference? I don't know. A lot of masses over the course of years. The guys in his guys in his forties. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. God willing. Think about these things. These were things that in an earlier age people accepted, people understood it. But we have a very cynical age in front of us. And how is it that strange people can believe that a man can become a woman, that you can cut bits off of children and turn them into something else and give people hormones and become something else? But we as Catholics who have a 2,000-year tradition and 2,000 years of saints and miracles all around us showing what God can do, we don't see the efficacy in having a Mass said. We don't see the efficacy of Eucharistic adoration. We don't see the efficacy of Eucharistic processions. We do not see the work of the Holy Spirit that takes place. How are we missing it? Why are we missing it? The devil works very hard at this. There's a reason why he's called the prince of the world. We need to take the time to see this. Now this weekend there's a, a holy face thing going on at uh, St. Bernard. But, and that's just one of the little, one of the things. There's a relic of the holy face that's going to be it. And, again, this is something big. I mean, if you go to St. Bernard's, for example, as a general rule, of like I go to my church at St. Bernard's at St. Camilla's, there's a relic of St. Faustina right at one of the rails on the altar where the Eucharist used to be kept. There's, there's a relic of St. Faustina right there. If you go to the mass, the daily, the daily Friday mass at uh, Saint Cecilia's Church, they have a relic of Saint Faustina and a relic of Saint John Paul II behind the altar, right there. Do we take note of them at all? Do we take note of these things? What I want you to think of on this birthday of the Church is to take note of these things around us. These things of our faith, these things that we have passed down for years. For years and years and years. And notice them. Let's remember and re-remember our faith. Let that be our prayer for the coming of the Holy Spirit, for the birthday of the Church of Pentecost that we will remember the power of our faith and recognize God and recognize Christ and recognize the Spirit and cooperate with it. And that will make a difference. 
Not only in our lives, but in our souls. Because that's what it really comes down to. Now let's get to some prayer requests. Again, if you want to put in a prayer request, the prayer wall is at wqphradio.org slash prayer wall. have a prayer request for a man in a nursing home who's just had a birthday named Jim. Happy birthday, Jim, and a prayer request for him. We have a prayer request for a young mother who is pregnant and she has a high-risk pregnancy. High-risk pregnancy coming up. Always something to to think about. So we ask you to pray for that. We have a couple that just got married. In fact, we have two couples that just got married. We have a request for people who are having a change in their work change in their work which can make things difficult we have a prayer request and we're going to have this as a standard prayer request from now on for Marianne in New York and we're going to add that prayer request as a standard request to go along with the intentions of the Dominican sisters and St. Cecilia along with uh, Mary Lott, Nancy Eric the donors to uh, WQPH and we thank you so much because without you where would we be and of course the local pastors in the area and the local churches in the area those are some of our standard prayer requests and we have a request for someone looking for discernment and we have a prayer request for a baby by the name of Eliza, an adult by the name of Chris. And so with those prayer requests in, let us get started with the prayer, because of course, this is the weekend of Pentecost Sunday, we will pray the third glorious mystery, and we will pray in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Third glorious mystery is the coming of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost. We offer the Lord Jesus this 18th decade in honor of the coming of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost, we ask of thee, through this mystery and through the intercession of our Holy Mother, the coming of the Holy Ghost into our souls. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now with the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now with the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now with the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now with the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls into heaven, especially those who are most need of thy mercy. May the grace and mystery of the coming of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost come down to our souls. Amen. And now for those of you doing the indulgence calendar prayers, here are the prayers for the intentions of the Holy Father. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke and we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, for the power of God thrust into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. And we pray this as we pray all that we pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I also still want to remind you, uh, since we did the prayers for the uh, indulgence calendar, that this is basically the last chance. If you want to get in, get some names in for the indulgence calendar, you want to send them in or post them on the prayer wall today, tomorrow at the latest. If you want people on the indulgence calendar for the month of June. Don't want to be waiting on that. You want to get that right away. So I can get those in because the indulgence calendars, we want to have them uploaded by the 30th or 31st so they'll be ready for the 1st. So if you have somebody who you want to get on the indulgence calendar, get us the name as soon as possible. Because otherwise you'll have to wait for July. Now let's do our closing prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Holy Spirit upon this show, this station, all those who carry the show, and all those who are listening to renew us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church and follow the way of your son Jesus with the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus our Lord. Amen. And we pray this as we pray everything. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And just a quick reminder, don't miss Vicki. She's going to be in the area for three days with the Relic of the Holy Face. She'll be at St. Bernard's tomorrow sunday at 3 p.m with the relic so you will not want to miss it but 
for now, that's all the time I have. So goodbye and God bless from your prayer intentions. On the WQPH community calendar. This weekend, don't miss three important events that are coming up. Three opportunities to see the veneration of the Holy Face with Vicki Schreiner. On Saturday, May 27th at noon at the Carmelite Chapel in the North Shore Mall. Then on Sunday, May 28th at 10.30 a.m., at St. Joseph's Church at Salem Street in Malden. And that will begin Mass at 10.30 a.m. Presentation will take place after Mass and veneration is to follow. Then on Monday, May 29th at 3 p.m. at St. Bernard Church in Fitchburg. Veneration of the Relic of the Most Holy Face of Jesus with a presentation by Vicki Schreiner, Guardian of the Relic of the Most Holy Face. On Saturday, May 27th at noon at the Carmelite Chapel in the North Shore Mall. Then on Sunday, May 28th at 10.30 a.m. at St. Joseph's Church in Malden. And that will begin Mass at 10.30 a.m. Presentation will take place after Mass, and veneration is to follow. Then on Monday, May 29th at 3 p.m. at St. Bernard Church in Fitchburg. Veneration of the Relic of the Most Holy Face of Jesus with a presentation by Vicki Schreiner, Guardian of the Relic of the Most Holy Face. For further information, call 617-459-8735. That's 617-459-8735. Or visit online at holyfaceveneration.com slash holy-face-presentations. That's holyfaceveneration.com slash holy-face-presentations. Holy Face books and medals will also be available for purchase. This is Peter and Jeremy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Let me repeat that. It's WQPH893 at Comcast.net, and we will pray for you. If you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer, tweet me directly at the Tech Guy blog on Twitter or the Tech Guy blog on Gab. God bless you.